think I forgot to start the mixer before we like got into it. Oh lord. So maybe it's like it's here's the deal. The issue with doing this, Any of this without an engineer it causes shit like causes this shit like this. But now listen, Jake. Um since we got the laptop, haven't had this issue. Hmm. Something to do with the desktop? Because I Always got it working issue. where the where the desktop won't Rich intro the show. Welcome to When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Rich. I'm Daniel. I'm Jake. We're making friends this week. Let's get to know each other. Follow us on all the socials. Go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash excitement inc. Throw some money at other shows so that I can quit making inappropriate jokes, even though we all know that I will not quit making inappropriate jokes. He will not. And you know, listen, here's the deal. They'll just get darker. Here's the deal, and you, so much worse. You make you make the jokes, and y'all can y'all, y'all can be as mad at Rich as you want for making the jokes. This guy like do, donates plasma on the regular. I will I will keep it authentic for you. I am not going to give you some bullshit version of Rich. You are getting the purest form of Rich. In fact, my coworkers, if you're listening to this show, this is the purest form. I am much more guarded at work. Much more guarded. Much he likes more. to make raw jokes because he's really a comedian. He just hasn't made it to the stage yet. Because comedians can say rough shit, raw shit. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Where they can get on stage and they can say, like, fucking whatever they want. And you know what I mean? And no one blinks an eye. But, yeah. you know, someone. Sure, Bob Saget made a joke about <clears throat> his daughter getting fingered. Oh, my God. And then there Dirty you, there you go. Dirty old fuck. When yeah. she was a newborn. Oh, and there you I have it. That whole thing. But I mean, well, I mean, you know, Bob Saget really isn't on it. It was really city, fucking I mean, funny. <laughs> In context, it was really fucking funny, but it was vastly like everybody was like, oh my God, what is wrong? I with think you? part of it is obviously the content, but he, the, the, the person who it came from, he just used to. Hi there, I'm from Full House. I'm <laughs> Welcome yeah. to America's funniest home videos, yeah. you fuckers. Right? <laughs> Terrible. Funniest guy who wasn't. So I mean, the funniest guy who wasn't. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I mean, He's the funniest guy who was like. N- n- no, p- people didn't know that if they weren't watching his like stand-up comedy. Because easily, like his least popular thing that he's done is his comedy because of America's funniest videos and Full House. Right? Yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, he made his money on that. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, easily. Yeah, there's a reason he doesn't need to worry about what Disney hears him say. Right. Because he's already there. Yeah. So. Get that kind of fuck you money. Yeah. Gives, yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah. much. So, Jake, I think we just blew your mind with like how quick we just restarted this episode because no. we had a technical difficulty. No. We just got right back on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This, is, this is like an example to you. For those of you who don't know, because you aren't in this fucking room, <laughs> we had to restart the episode because the first 15 minutes we recorded, the mixer wasn't on. Hashtag sexual mildew. Hashtag rip. Se- sexual mildew. It's like it's, it was such a it was such a good conversation. It's, it's just gonna exist between us. Yeah, yeah. But, you yeah know, maybe as yeah. a blooper or something, y'all. Uh, you know what? Maybe they those who read lips will post it without the audio. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it to bad lip reading. <laughs> we'll take it to bad. Should we do a bad lip reading of those fifteen minutes? Oh, we we, we could. could. I mean, it would be fine. We could just you try know, to dub ourselves fun. over. Just, just dub, we'll it dub, over. Our, dub like ourselves over trying Godzilla to guess stuff. Film. Listen, there's a lot of conclusions yeah. we came to in those last fifteen minutes. Okay, um, the first of which is that horror movies and pornos are incredibly close to being the exact same style of movie. Yeah, they're they're just a narrow narrow band between them as genres. Yeah, definitely. They really are because you know, like if they get naked and fuck, it's a porno. If they get naked and fucking die, it's a horror movie. Yeah, 
Or there's, you know, the special, you know, spectrum category of porn that Rich will probably inform us of right now. All of the different things. Yeah, there was the joke about the foot fetish horror movie directed by Tarantino. Because it's a gun. Because it's, yeah. Ellen. Her leg was a gun. Yeah. Well, no, just because because of Tarantino, I will never forget what Uma Thurman's feet look like. Oh, dude. Ever. Ever. I don't think any fan of Tarantino will ever forget her Kill bare Bill. feet. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, fuck. mostly. I can see it now. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah, Pulp, Fiction? Pulp Fiction first, yes. I, but the, Kill the, Bill. Pulp Fiction did not stick with me. The, her feet in that movie or the movie in general? Uh, yeah. Both, both, yeah, yeah. Well, her, some like, of the movies. She's she's barefoot, <laughs> but like for me, like I obviously went to Kill Bill because she's like fucking sitting in the pussy wagon in the yeah. back seat, like yeah. wiggle your big toe, and just like wiggle a fucking goddamn close up yep. of her long ass yep. toes. But that when you guys, I was trying to think, and I was like, really, Pulp Fiction was her feet, really? And then you said yeah. Kill Bill, and I was like, oh yeah, because she's trying to wiggle her fucking toes because yeah. she's been yeah. in a coma. Yeah. Well, when she's in the house, like. No, she takes her shoes off. She's dancing there. Yeah. Oh. She was pretty much shoeless the entire time she was in Pulp Fiction, with the exception of, like, one scene. I didn't remember that. I do remember Bruce Willis. Yeah? In yeah. Pulp Fiction. Avoiding and, getting and, raped? or Yeah. Okay. And yeah. the, and the, the, yeah. the g- uh, gank, gonk, gank. Gimp, the gimp. gimp. Bring out the gimp. The gimp. Bring out the gimp, the guy in that suit, which was like, you know, when I started watching American Horror Story, totally ruined it for me. I thought it was a Tarantino crossover. Oh, my God. They bring out the guy in the skin suit. I'm like, oh, they have a gimp in this, too. Where's Bruce Willis? Is he dead? Thanks to that movie, when I was in band in high school, I had a gimp. Oh, yeah. It's true. I had a freshman come up to me. He was like, what do you need me to do, Rich? I'll do anything. And I was like, okay. The, this whole week you're wearing your underwear outside of your shorts and you will answer to GIMP. You will not answer to anything but GIMP. Marching band was so much nicer when we were in it. I, I, I was never technically in marching band. It just makes me happier to pretend you were. Yeah. You were in jazz band though. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was like I went to... As far as I'm concerned all my friends have been in marching band. I did the marching indoor percussion my senior year. Yeah. But because I... Shadow show. Yeah. So what happened was... I did play saxophone in middle school. Got nice. To high, got to high school, still played sax, but they had a jazz band. I didn't perform in concert band or whatever. Right. Opened up the new high school, Mountain Range. Mm-hmm. It was just for sophomores and freshmen. Okay. They didn't yeah. offer a jazz band program because there was not enough students for like more than one like band program. So they basically mm-hmm. were, were mm-hmm. marching band in the fall, symphonic band in the wintertime. Huh. So I didn't want to do that because I was way more interested in jazz music. Yeah. So sophomore, junior year, I didn't do music in school. I picked up guitar freshman year, taught myself to play. And then um, senior year came back around. I auditioned for the jazz band again mm. as a guitarist this nice. time because I had been out of the loop with saxophone for a couple of years. Some kids that I grew up with are still playing and clearly progressed. Yeah. Yeah. So from there, I got into the symphonic band. That's how I met um, Sarah. Oh, okay. So. Cool. Yeah. Did you ever know the connection? Yep. Yeah, we went to high school. I was a year ahead. Okay. And so, yeah, from there, friends and uh, maintain contact as as while I was away in the military, yada, yada. Uh, Always wanted to meet Daniel. Nice. You know, we clicked as soon as we did. Nice. After I finally moved back with last year, and so, yeah. Cool. And then here we are. Yeah. That's why it works. Uh, Impromptu about me. All right. Quickly. Right. I mean, get some. From eighth eighth grade until freshman year of college, marching tuba. Okay. So I played tuba all through high school. 
and middle school and then into college. And um, so I was in concert band, symphonic band, pep band, marching band. And after a while, I was like, I'm done with fucking parades. I'm never marching in a goddamn parade again. And my senior year, they were like, hey, are you going to be in the Memorial Day parade? I was like, the fuck I am. <laughs> no. And, and my, my teacher was like, you will fail band for the semester if you don't march. And I was like, hey, guess who's already got the credits to graduate? This guy. <laughs> guess how many fucks I did? <laughs> They're, they're right here. See all of them? No, you can't because there are none. That was it. I was just kind of like, I will snap my fucking ankle out of spite if you make me march. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have some regrets. Like, I, mostly just because I wish I had had that more formal like, education continued for the last couple of years. Maybe right. I would have continued to be more disciplined after yeah. high school with my own personal endeavors because I've just kind of dabbled decent guitars. But I know that if I had been more disciplined... It could have been a whole different whatever. Yeah. So I mean, I'm still glad. I still like to play. You know, we're trying to get some stuff together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do our own little. Uh, you know. The sound of that rhythmic thumping earlier was me beating off to the image and sound of you guys getting to know each other. Well, all right. My oh, friends yeah. getting to know friends. Oh yeah. All right. I came to completion. That, ex- that explains the mildew. Stuff. You'll have to. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll have to visit YouTube if you want to see me come to completion. <clears throat> um, no, yeah, we were gonna try and do a do a project, but you know, if I'm gonna keep. Be- Referencing mildew, I'm gonna have to tell that again. It's tell that story. Can we just get it? Okay, well let's do this it. So we can just keep talking okay, about sexual mildew, okay? Yeah, because okay. either way, I mean, <laughs> I was thinking happen. initially, I was like, okay, we're gonna title the episode "Sexual Mildew." Clearly, it's easy. We have it here, yeah. but but then we missed the 15 but, minutes of you know, yeah, sexual mildew, it because so. you know I blame the fucking tower because I forgot my fucking laptop yes. cord. So and then we were on the tower, and so it feels weird. You know what I mean? The reference was that band kids got laid constantly, constantly. a lot. We fucked just each other a lot. Bit marching band. Bus trips, pretty much the dark bus ride home. Everybody was just. If fucking I had to start a band with my old bandmates, I would call ourselves the Eskimo Bros. Definitely, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. that's how that. Works. And I was saying okay? that because whether you did it with your dick or your fingers, you were in the same place. And I was saying that every guy in band had mildew on his dick from as much as they were getting their dicks wet. Listen, there's a thing about, you know, like there's a preconception that these band kids fuck. And it's like, of course we do. We have to spend all of our fucking time together. Pretty much. Sorry, yeah. of course we do. You know yeah. what I mean? And so that's why we all dated like fucking literally 10 of the girls throughout the year. And then like, and then the new school year comes around. And there's a whole new crowd. And there's a whole new crowd. There's new people coming in. They're transferred schools because they like our program better. Yeah. Or, you know, like they're freshmen and you should stay away if you're a senior. But. You know, was, you know, I did. Unfortunately, I turned fucking 18 when I was in September, like right at the beginning of the year. And so I was like, OK, cool. Hands off. But there were still girls that were, you know, within range. So that's all that matters. I was 17 the majority of my senior year. So, Lucky you. yeah, and I, it was just like every freshman girl was like, hi, how are you? And I was just like. You're so young but you're willing to do you know go ahead the conversation i had with joe yesterday he was like <laughs> just, i was just, like just it, it, it kind of sucked being fucking 18 and then because you know like i wasn't going after freshmen or anything no. you know what i mean but i was like and the older senior girls that were mad at me for you know dumping them over time and you know just, just right being, exactly right yeah would be and then the freshman girls would be like fucking fawning over me as a senior yeah and then the senior girls are like huh hey. like 
oh, you're out to fuck all the freshmen. And I'm like, uh, actually, I can't. <laughs> I literally can't. So um, y- y'all need to leave me the fuck alone. I'm over here That's like... That's what it was. That's what it was. Because every senior girl, every girl in my class was on to my bullshit. They knew my bullshit. So it was just like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't chase anyone in my grade because they've been around me for four years. They know my bullshit. I can't have game with them. That's and the junior half the juniors are fucking on board. The freshmen have no idea. They just think I'm hot. Awesome. I think it was worse for me having just like because anybody I was with, mm-hmm. everybody knew because it was just sophomores and freshmen. Right. It was not there was yeah, not you that didn't many get people that broken up no. at all. No. And then from there it was <clears throat> I was the first junior class and then I was the first senior class. So it's right. like we all knew each other. Yeah. A lot more than the average. Plus, it was a little bit smaller. Like my freshman yeah. class at Horizon was yeah. like nine hundred people. I graduated with like two hundred. My senior class, maybe. Damn. Christ, my graduating class was two thousand. That's a it lot. It might have been more. It might have been more. Holy I, but shit! Like, I didn't, like just trying to think back through it, like I couldn't have been more. I don't. Than I don't remember my graduating class at all. But I was in such a niche high school. No wait, I may be wrong. The student body was two thousand. Mm. Okay, that makes more sense. My class, I think, was 600. Okay. Six or 700. Yeah. We had eight valedictorians. Holy shit. That that must have been a long That graduation (laughs) ceremony was so fucking long. And there was one guy that was just brilliant, super smart. Jason, if you're listening, I love you, buddy. But he was long-winded. Anytime you hung out with him. He would, but he was fascinating. Like he would talk to you for hours on end about a subject that he was passionate about, and you were engrossed because he was so oh, yeah. fascinating about it. it. But you would be sitting there talking to him, and be like, "Man, I love this guy," but holy fuck, it's been four and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I have to pee. You know, it was just like so when he became valedictorian, everybody was like, "Oh fuck, that speech." <laughs> He's going to give a speech. How was that speech? He spent three years teaching himself piano. Teaching himself. Oh, wow. He learned piano completely on his own because there was one sitting in his house. He's just like, oh, piano. I should learn to play it. No one's going to teach me. Yeah, fuck it. And he just starts playing. So he's like, he gets up to the podium and he goes, we have eight valedictorians. You don't need to hear from me. So I'm just going to play this piano. And he goes over and he plays a song. That's fucking dope. (laughs) And then he comes back and he goes, the teacher who influenced me the most, because that was the thing. All of the valedictorians had to give the speech and then present something to the teacher that influenced them the most over their high school. You know, I like, it's all so stupid. The fucking pomp and circumstance to all of it. Oh, absolutely. The, The whole ceremony behind it was just, Complete bullshit. It, yeah, and so for that, you know what I did during my ceremony? I I borrowed Eric's uh, I iPad, not iPad. Um, iTouch. What are the ones that iPod, on? iPod Touch? Yeah. There's like yeah, I borrowed his iPod Touch, and I literally like played games and doodles up my whole ceremony. I was like, because he was, we were next to each other alphabetically, and I was like, you got that? Uh, you got that? I, I iPod Touch? And he'd be like, yeah. I'm like, 
can I play? He totally let me. He was so fucking cool. And like, I don't know. He must have been enjoying the fucking show because I was not paying attention. I couldn't have cared fucking less about that entire thing. And, the you know, the valedictorian in my class was the drum major in my band. Flute uh, section leader up until that point. And, you know, she got up there and talking about, you know, every, you know, don't blink freshman because it, it'll go by and the you know because it'll all go by. and i'm just over like i remember looking up from that and like i made the right decision and i go back to like white <laughs> let's see ours was beach balls and rubber bands oh everybody yeah everybody brought like beach a balls. bag of 200 rubber bands mm. and a beach ball under their robes and so when we're sitting there and people are doing their speeches and all of this ceremony is going on we are shooting each other with rubber bands <laughs> Inflating the beach balls and just bouncing them all over the place. It's now, time for celebration. I don't remember every much about mine. Every time a beach ball came out, it would get confiscated. Oh, yep. Yeah. So yep. one would get we ganked. We did do that too, yeah. Yeah. One would get ganked. Another one would take its place. 700 beach balls. Jesus <laughs> Because Christ. that was the graduating class. Holy we fuck. all brought a fucking beach ball. And that's Amazing. how you do it. I think they need to have a non-valedictorian speech. Like just some random Joe, just like yeah, like a like, like who has the lowest person. the lowest GPA? Yeah, the lowest GPA get up there. The one closest to expulsion, but you still got by on a technicality or like right. you, know? you get to go up there and be like no, to all the, the only class. way you're graduating is if you give a commencement speech, right? <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined, and then he yeah. just like fucking yeah. <laughs> right. Do we really have to listen to all this bullshit? Because uh, I didn't listen to any of it when I was here. <laughs> and uh, let's face it, I'm going to go smoke a spliff. You see you see the freaking the principal bro. in the background like tapping on the fucking like diploma. Like, I'm not going to give this to you unless you do this thing right. He's like, oh, man. Oh, fuck. All right. At my graduation, the school board was sitting on stage with the principal. Oh. And they were getting more and more and more red-faced. Because every valedictorian was bringing up how bad the school board fucked us. Oh, shit. Over four years. That's embarrassing. Imagine being there, like, one, just not even, not even just getting called out, but, like, you're in fucking person. Mm-hmm. Like, and you can't, you're not going to, what are you going to interrupt our, a fucking high school graduation ceremony? Like Our high school, our freshman year, was this close to being declared structurally unsound. Oh. There was so, the building was so run down and so dilapidated. And, Every time they proposed a new high school and they brought it up for a vote, it would get voted down because nobody wanted to pay the taxes on it. And so our senior year, we missed a week of classes because the boiler exploded. Jesus Christ. And the whole fucking school was flooded. And so everyone has to to, take swimming classes. I wonder who saw that coming. So for them to get it, they basically had to buy out all the duct tape so they could just <laughs> MacGyver this shit to get through the school year and get us back into school. It was such fucking bullshit. And then a lot of us were old enough at the end of that school year to vote. So it was on the ballot. We all went to our, we all went to vote and we were all in agreement, you know, it was like, we need to pass this new school. And a lot of the people working the polls did not believe that we had valid IDs and would not let us vote. That's fucking stupid. Because they knew we were going to vote for that new school. Bullshit. The corruption. It was such 
fucking bullshit. It was corrupt. It was so. Well, it is Gary, Indiana, good. after all. Well, no. Gary, That's not Indiana, good. Gary, it was, uh, Indiana. Crown Point. Crown Point? Crown Point. Cl- no. Close enough. Indiana. It, all to me right. is it's Gary. Sorry. <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. It, it is close enough to Gary. To okay. I've seen that musical once, by the way. The music band? Yeah. yeah. But I still for, forever lives here. Yep. Ooh. Don't forget about it. The music band? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen the music band. See? There, there's a song where there's literally... You, Gary, Indiana. Was you should were. probably see the music. Now. Hey, you didn't see the sound of music in its entirety until like fucking last week. Okay, so Ooh, listen, fair. everyone, that's pretty. That's fair. <laughs> listen, not that it's a competition or anything. Okay, you'll at least seen because there's like Phantom two, of the Opera. There's yes. literally, okay. unfortunately, there's literally like three like things it? I remember from fucking Sound of Music, and that is like Julie Roberts not being Mary Poppins. Um, it's fucking Nazis, but it's a musical, I guess. And Vin Diesel with, uh, the baby in the baby carrier, but he's a secret agent. It's all I remember. So there are yeah. multiple flaws he... in that entire <laughs> thing, but I kind of want to watch that movie. That's... <laughs> you said the Nazis, this was family Robinson, you mean? <laughs> what? No, there were Nazis. There were Nazis. In oh, were they? Holy shit. Have you seen it? It's been a very, very, been very, very long there's time. There's lots of Nazis in a lot of old movies. Do you remember? Like, I, I remember. After World War II, they were like, who are going to be the was, villains of this movie? It was Nazis. the lead up. It was the lead up to. It was written in the time period of the lead up to <clears throat> um, Nazis invading Poland. <clears throat> because this was happening in. Well, no. The Nazis had already invaded Poland. They were. They were trying to convert Austria. Because that's where it takes place. The Hills of Austria. Have you seen the sequel? Are you the Sound of Music 2? <laughs> Electric no, Boogaloo? No. <laughs> <laughs> Movie night. Yeah. And then Saving Private Ryan. That movie's fucking Saving heavy. Ryan's I haven't seen that. Movie night. <laughs> I already saw Schindler's List. I don't know if <laughs> I can like, deal with fucking... Uh, Saving Private Ryan is probably lighter, even though it's also that it's like, like the movie. first the first wave of with them doing the battle of normandy on d-day right that is just like raw it, it's shit. very it's it's intense from there it, it, it's it's it continues less but i mean brutal? there's still stuff like that in saving private ryan because because of for instance um there's a guy who couldn't shoot another man a sniper who couldn't shoot another man and then he ends up running into the same man in a tower who's also got actually has the upper hand now and they fight each other. And that man that he didn't kill earlier proceeds to slowly plunge a knife into his chest. It's no, I already saw Schindler's List. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, enough. Heavy. Honestly, I don't really watch war movies <laughs> unless they are like ancillary to the war. So like I don't watch movies with battles or generals mm. charging in or anything like that. I don't really enjoy that kind of thing. Did you ever end up watching 1917 though? Not yet, no. Okay. I heard that was a great film. 1917 is fucking amazing. That's easily like my it's the best World War 1 film. Of all the World War 1 films. Mm-hmm. And it's right. it might be it's definitely top 2. It's really hard to beat saving Brian's privates. The only like movie I've seen World War Two is the Great Escape, which is a fucking awesome classic, movie. old school. Yeah, I like in uh, uh, Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Great Escape Redux with Leo in ah. in role it was pretty fantastic. 
All right, then you just sold me on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You did what he failed to do. It's true. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a scene where because Leo's characters, what there, there's like an ongoing thing in the film where it's like he, hey, aren't you Jake Cahill? Didn't you almost get the part for A Great Escape? And he's yeah. like, nah, I, it wasn't even close. And then they show like he actually like filmed and tried out for the part. And so like they they like oh they had like a things. screen test yeah yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And so, like, he was just lying, putting it down because he's bitter that he didn't end up getting the part uh, in the film, basically. I mean, uh, if you needed to, like, be sold on it, there's sometimes where it's just also, like, I don't try to sell everyone on, on movies because it's so hard to watch all the movies. Right. There's, too, it's so, there's so, so many movies to watch. And, like, I mean, how long have we needed to watch fucking John Wick 3? Uh, yeah, you should watch it. I've seen it. I think. You watched it? I watched it. I'm going to watch it on I think, I think the first two. Yeah. Were, I think the first two were better. I thought we were going to watch it together, too. And I was like, are we going to watch John Wick 3? And you were like, watch it without me, because I don't know when this is going to happen. Oh, yeah, true. And Watchmen. You never watched the movie Watchmen? No, I did. I definitely watched it. Okay. But the show Watchmen, oh, I we were supposed to. Yeah. We tried to watch HBO's Watchmen together. I watched HBO's Have you all like, read the graphic did. novel yeah. in Watchmen? That actually was at the at the beginning of the show. It's He lent me Watchmen, the graphic novel. Because the movie, we were talking the movie, and I was like, you must read the book. I think it's one of the best, like, Pieces of literature, like even absolutely, if it, like, I've read. It's in the Time Magazine's top 100 novels of all time. Yep. I think actually. Yep. Um, I thought the movie adaptation was fair. Yeah. To that, honestly, um, I honestly preferred the way they handled the whole Doctor Manhattan versus the fucking random space alien thing, and it's, it's, it's like, to me, it made more sense, especially in the context of a movie, just to have like that you have you, you have a villain. Or, or like a, a misguided hero in Doctor Manhattan, and they just kind of use him as a scapegoat to, right. as a, in the, without the pages of a comic for you to like really look into these de- background details, seeing a little parchment paper floating with a picture of it. Yeah, you know, like it just like it would, it's like out of left field, like all the, like I guess that was kind of the point, right, to help unite humanity. But it's like I just felt more like organic and like. Well, in when, the movie when they said they were making a Watchmen movie, I was like, how the fuck are they going to do this? Yeah. Because that <laughs> book is so fucking convoluted. And what? to get to where it's going, it's a fucking journey. And you can't get there in two and a half hours. On no. the film. It's well, not no. They negated happen. that entire side piece with the comic and like the pirate right. ship. And... Right. And, and I think you're right. That was the right way to do it on film. Yeah. So that I... I think if they had stayed true to the comic, it would have been a much worse movie. So, but I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the comic yeah. as two separate. They entities. stick true to the comic and the HBO show. And God, that that show is so fucking good! I can't wait for you guys to watch it. I got through the first two. I want to say mm-hmm. HBO Watchmen's HBO. It's a it's phenomenal. I'm ready to go back and watch it anytime myself just because I know I'm going to watch it again just because I liked it so much but I need to get HBO <clears throat> Max or whatever again because of stuff like that yeah and I need to get on Westworld yeah Westworld is one of those shows that oh, people yeah. really fawn over oh, a lot Westworld mm. second season not so much third season actually picked it right back up and that was that was pretty stellar but you know Westworld the first season very slow it is Extremely slow, and to the point where I fell off because I was just like, "I'm gonna fall asleep." Yeah, I'm gonna fall asleep. The pacing on this is just so grudging, and the, there wasn't enough boobs to keep me going. There <laughs> are boobs. There are. Oh yeah. There are plentiful. There's straight up orgies, but there's not enough 
to match the pacing. And especially mm-hmm. when you you have all these timelines doing like this. Yeah. yeah. I know and very little this. about it. I know there's something with like a multiple societies. Is it multiple timelines? Is it like multiple societies? It's like a... It moves around time because Dolores, who is the first um, AI to become sentient, is beginning to kind of like see through time and mm. see people and wish people were the same or different or that she you know what i mean like i don't know if it was like one of those like ruling class that has it it, good and then there's like no it's no it's actually anyone can participate in westworld it's kind of thing essentially um themed amusement parks for adults with robots you can fuck or kill or kill or you know you can live out a western fantasy right in this resort area and nothing breaks character so it's all Some days, some days she's, you know, in love with a guy who's playing hero. Other days she's getting pulled into a barn to get gang raped. Next day. But the thing is, she starts to remember. They usually reset overnight. Every person resets overnight. She begins to remember the days. That's seeking seeking freedom and yeah. those kinds There's of There's actually fantastic. a porn parody of it in that book over there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, in its own way, it really is. But, you know, the show, no, I love the show. And, like, the third season definitely gets better. Probably with uh, Aaron um, Aaron from Breaking Bad. Aaron, Aaron Paul. Paul. Yes, Aaron Paul is in yeah. season three. That show. Breaking and, Bad. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But this is an excitement. We shouldn't, we shouldn't dive too much into that. But I mean, listen, oh, it's not, let's let's it's talk just, more about like what if you could fuck robots and then prostitution is legal. Prostitution will not be legal until the corporations can profit from it. Am I right? Well, it is with most things. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it just needs a corporate backing. <clears throat> it does need a corporate backing. Or, I can't wait know. to get my eye whore. My eye whore. <laughs> My iHorror Max. Yeah. Hashtag sexual mildew. Yeah. <laughs> would it get mildewy if they're like robotic? Uh, no, well, I mean, I mean would it be come with a synthetic lube? Or would it be, what would then, technically be, could they make it, a pheromone smell? I mean, you, you, need, to, you need to put you it on to... your, your, your Apple sanctioned cleaning station. I douche. I <laughs> douche. Put your iHorror. You know, charging station. Don't forget to stick your. No, your it's, 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 cleaner varieties. it's a cleaner and a charging station in one. Yeah, pretty much. It works out, you know. Yeah. You guys, and you can sync to all your devices. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's going to get you soon, in trouble. As soon as I started getting like deep into VR, like looking into like all the offset headsets and Bro, like some... all the mods and shit, oh. they started advertising. And keep in mind, I don't look at porn, so I don't get porn ads, nothing like that anywhere until I started looking at VR stuff because they said, here's a Kickstarter for a special porn thing where we're going to set it up. We're picking out like the coolest girls, but it comes with a flashlight that Bro. will simulate what the woman is doing in the VR. Fuck. Who is real as day. Did y'all see the interview that, uh, what should I call it? Um, this is relevant, I promise. It's Keanu Reeves just had an interview with like Vanity Fair, I think, and they were talking about how people were trying to mod his character on Cyberpunk to have sex with him. And he was right. like going on about like, oh man, that would be really cool. Like you can get like one of those Swedish suits. <laughs> like you get on like, you, like what's wrong with having sex with celebrities that, like, yeah. or like virtual characters of them. Like, yep. I mean... He was like all for it, and then what's her face? He plays Trinity. He was just kind of like, I don't want any part of this. Right. 
No, so could you like, was like I'm, I'm out. could you would they you know do you think they would market I mean I know they do for like sex toys and stuff they market like oh this is so and so's oh yeah vagina or whatever and you, you know there's certain like what, yeah. like if there were to ever be like corporate like for my buddy's graduation gift from college we got him Kobe Ty's ass <laughs> he wa- he talked about nothing but Kobe Ty's ass he wanted Kobe Ty's ass <laughs> so bad so when he graduated we got him Kobe Ty's ass. That's hilarious. But but do you think they would he make was so AIs? Much he was like, "Thank you so much." It was great. Like Sorry. like you, like hey, you got you got like the, the your your eye whore. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, are they going to come out with models? Like like hey, like I imagine you'd have the like a celebrity would have to sign off and be like, "Yes, I would, I, allow, I allow you to use my likeness." But like I would assume that would be the case and it would either have to be CG or they would have to think people are going to film a session. Not necessarily just like a VR thing, but like an actual like. Oh, he's v- talking about a legit Westworld Android. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, your eye like in the yeah, yeah, in the likeness um, of uh, whoever. They did that with the real dolls. That's what I'm saying. like. I'm sure like porn stars would be on that, but like, you know, like will it ever you know, will it ever get to a day where stars, like, you're gonna I have think, you're gonna have people VR? Like, I think Julia Roberts was involved in a, la- a lawsuit. Because of her likeness on real dolls. Oh, so yeah. there's that. But there then that. it. I could be wrong. It would never happen because then they would have to know what they look like naked, and that is sync. That's you know, uh, sync, sancred, sanctity, sync. Well, that's a like, sacred that's, thing. That's to some privacy people. laws. That's yeah. Kind it's of like privacy. What about them. what about those like those like videos where people like like deep fake faces onto other like porn actresses? True. I mean, there's nothing they can do about that though. But at least anyone who like tried to legitimately market and profit off of like the doll, it would probably never. But who's to say what it is in the future? You know what I mean? I mean, there's just a lot of possibilities. Yeah. So many possibilities. Like if you were a celebrity and they were like, hey, somebody approaches and says, I want like you're you're popular. People Mm -hmm. want to ride that robot dick. Yeah. Like, would you sign off on that? Like as a moral thing, like, you know, people are out there like fucking. I would, but I would sign off as Joey Fatone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and that, get more money out of it I, just, I see I, it now I see it I see it now that you say that there it is there it is oh man that's how I got my wife that's funny <laughs> she was like oh my god he looks just like Joey Fatone I want to play your cards man. right so that's fucking funny I, I never would have made that connection but now that you say it, it's like, yeah. He, do, he does look like Joey Fidel quite a bit. There was, uh, this was a while ago, but the, he posted on his Instagram him wearing a Superman jacket and him looking over his shoulder pointing at the Superman jacket. My wife saved that picture and sent it to my mother. My mom thought it was me. Oh, my God. She was like, did you buy my son a new jacket? Oh, my God. And my, my <laughs> wife was like, that's Joey Fatone. <laughs> and then my mom was like, "Well, of course it is. I was just joking." It's like, "No, oh, mom, no. you lost." You fucking gotcha. If they make my big fat Greek wedding three, and they can't get Joey Fatone back, wait, there's a second one. They can yes. cast you. I like the first one. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, but the second like, one's good too. Those movies are way better than I thought they were. I didn't watch them until I met Rich, and he fed fed me um g- um good. Yeah, see to everyone else that fun. first one, the my big yeah. fat Greek wedding. To yeah. everyone else, that's a comedy. Oh, to Greeks, that's a documentary. 
Oh, yeah. that's, that's exactly how it is. That sounds that sounds familiar. I've got like twenty seven cousins named Nick. Nick, 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 Nicky, Nick. Wrapped in the grape leaves. <laughs> what was it? Fila. Fila, thank you. I will be making that at Christmas. We we had Fila. You fucking better. <laughs> I'm gonna make it at Christmas. I am not coming. Over. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Have you ever had Fila before? No. Tell me about it. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. It's kind of like stuffed peppers. Okay. Except instead of stuffing it in the pepper, you wrap it in grape leaves and then cook it in tomato juice. And it's kind of the best thing ever. Yeah. Oh, you just you take the stuffing and wrap it. You're not wrapping. Yeah. You're not putting it inside a pepper. I see. No. Right. No. You so, eat the grape leaf. Yeah. So uh, they it, instead of having the peppers, you mm. just remove the peppers okay. entirely, okay. and the stuffing gets rolled okay. in the grape leaves. Okay. Got it. That sounds fantastic. It's it's really fucking good. It's fantastic. Getting a uh, rib roast for Christmas this year. Oh, rib nice. roast! Yeah. Ooh, they had them on sale at Sam's. They're like twenty bucks off of a package, so I got a freaking prime one for the same price as the choice one. Ooh. Yeah, you, there's sales going on. I'm not trying to promote. I'm doing but... whatever my father-in-law makes. Nice. <laughs> I just uh, it's gonna be nice. Like I had last year my <clears> first <throat> Christmas back, where it was like I'm I'm done. I'm not on like just a vacation. Right. From my time in, like I'm, I'm here, yeah. so um, I'm looking forward to another like just only Christmas. Because you're a veteran, I don't know if we mentioned that on the show at all. Jake's oh. a veteran; he was in the Air, Air Force. Force ten years. Air Force, thank you for your service. <laughs> no, thank you. It's a, it was an interesting time in my life. Uh, I'm sure through subsequent times we'll be bringing it up some more. And I'm sure it was yeah. a good time. I was in ten years. I did some time in Washington State, um, some time in Virginia. <clears throat> did a couple tours overseas. You know, um, and we we you went for the quote unquote easiest service. Yeah, uh, well, there there is some truth to that. That's for sure. I mean, yeah. but there still came. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, it, I mean, but it's military I service. It's... But I can't say that I'm like I I never got shot at. Or, right. You know, there was there was a couple mortar attacks yeah, I, that were when I was in Iraq and stuff like that. But and well, I have and several for, for that, from all different for branches. For that reason, that's nothing to discount. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but you know what? So, uh, you've gotten hey. shot at more than me. <clears throat> and that's, that's all I'm asking. I'm, I'm willing to back. I've never had one. I don't know. Some parts, of, some parts of uh, Denver are a little rough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, there's reasons we don't go to parts of Denver. <laughs> so. I, felt, I felt safer in some parts of uh Side, yeah, for what it's worth, enough. yeah. Uh, but we don't, you know, we talk about serious things on the show sometimes, so yeah, I'm not sure too serious. Well, you know, we'll dig into it. But tonight's just a fun episode, oh, yeah, because huh? we, I mean, we've been had we've had a couple of serious ones dealing with the you know, all the it's shit. Been, it's been getting really, really heavy because of all the shit going on between political issues, yeah, medical crap with this COVID business and everything. It's been getting kind of heavy, and I was just like, we need to. Oh no! I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to bring it down. Which is what we we were talking about it last week. What we needed to talk about this week: the lead singer of Brass Against. Ah yes, pissing on pissing on a guy's face during a show. Yo, he was about it. He was fucking about it. He was about it. The crowd maybe not so much, but he was about it. He was just like lucky him. The crowd isn't getting pissed on. So yeah, fuck them. It's all about. The contract between those two. Yes, yes. Mutually implied. So, might might have been been nice, you know, for the consent of them to witness something like that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't at consent. the same time. I didn't consent to seeing somebody get peed on on stage on my yeah. YouTube as I was just scrolling but, through. You know, 
Um, well, it's I still a far cry. So they had my full consent. So. It's still a far cry from people literally getting trampled to death at Astro World. Oh concerts. God! Yeah, it's fucking terrible. We're having a blast Astro. in Manchester. Fuck again. Uh, there we go. Again. Did it again. That was different. <sighs> okay. Um, and so. Or a blast in Las Vegas. God damn it! That's. I'm gonna quit it. I'm gonna quit it. Okay, but still. Not the worst thing that could happen to you at a concert is what I'm saying. It's the concerts. So <sighs> there are worse things that could happen to you at concerts. So, yes. I mean, but either way, it's kind My of like a range Tool's of response. Maybe it's a range of respect. What was Tool's response? So this band, Brass Against, is touring with Tool. And they they cover a lot of Tool songs. The mm-hmm. lead singer, Sophia Eurista, is... Phenomenal. Pause. The fact that her last name is Eurista yeah. is even more fucking icing on the cake. Oh, she's... absolutely. Anyways, continue. Yes. But they actually replace all the instruments with brass instruments. So, like, okay. they're playing tool songs with a baritone sax. Okay, okay. They do have a drum kit and a guitar, but most of it is brass instruments. So, it, it's really fucking good. I highly suggest subscribing to Brass Against on YouTube. Anyway, so now they're touring with Tool. And after this happened, Tool commented on it and said, we don't see what the problem is. We've been pissing on our fans for years. They're not wrong. Yeah, and you know. Tool, I mean, Maynard is notorious for trolling his fans. Yeah. And they just keep coming back like, thank you, sir. Give me some more. And that's kind of the thing is that, like, you, I, I got drooled on by a clown from Slipknot at a show. I I was right up. I was in the pit. I paid for a lawn ticket. Found out my friend's dad was a tour bus driver, and I ended up in the pit for that show. And clown did this thing where he looked at the camera. He cocked his head, looked at the camera, and he just drooled all the way to the long strip. And then he like whipped around, and when he turned to go back and run around and hit some more shit with a bat, he just flung it. Oh, right on me. Yeah, it was right on me. Yeah. And, you know, I, I thought that was the coolest fucking thing that's that's ever happened to me. That's the thing. Like, it's a concert. Exactly. So, yeah. like, that's kind of, like, the crazy part. And in any other situation, probably wouldn't be cool with it. But also, these are primitive events when you really think about it. The people in the crowd, it is a primitive act. People fuck at these concerts. People do all kinds oh, of drugs. You know, people when... shove each other. People grab each other. I got full-on grinded on. At a Blink-182 concert. There was a drunk, drunk chick behind me. She went up on the fence with me and Joe. And she was behind me just, I swear to God, the backside of me got raped by the front side of her. And it was like... I got a hand job at Lollapalooza and I still don't know who did it. (laughs) Still don't know. (laughs) No idea. Good technique. That's all I gotta say. (laughs) He remembers it. Whoever you are out there, thank you, anonymous hand donator. Oh, that was during the bottle rain. It was fucking crazy. The what? The Lollapalooza 1996 the in Chicago, they would not allow Lollapalooza to take place at the World Theater, which is the big concert venue in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So at the last minute, they moved it to a farm in Rockvale, Illinois, which is like far as fuck. It's like midway across the state. So it was like four extra hours okay. of transit. To get to this concert. We get to the concert and everything, you know, it's all these punk bands and everything. Well, the headliner is Metallica. And right before them was Soundgarden. Metallica refused to go on until it was dark. This is an all-day festival. Soundgarden finished 
an hour and a half before sunset. So you've got a crowd that is mainly there for Metallica and very, very antsy, drunk and drunk and high and ready for this show to start. So the first 45 minutes were relatively peaceful compared to the next 45 minutes. (laughs) So because it's a farm, there are no water fountains. So everybody is drinking bottled water. So there are hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of bottles all over the fucking place. And there's no bathroom facilities. It's just like porta johns. So most of these bottles are getting recycled for piss. And so as the crowd is becoming less and less patient with the delay, they start throwing the bottles. Oh, no. So these bottles are whipping through the air. Oh. I went with six friends. And two of us brought blankets. We brought a blanket to kind of sit on and chill or whatever. So to protect ourselves, four of us each grabbed a corner and held it up so that there was some shelter from the bottles. So I'm standing there like this, holding up the blanket to provide shelter for two of my friends and kind of get on the inside and sheltering myself. There are literal fist fights to get under this blanket. Holy fuck. Because there are bottles just raining down. People are getting slammed in the head. It is getting dangerous. I'm standing there and I hear, and I look down and there is a broken, shattered fifth of Jack Daniels that just missed my head. Holy shit. It was really fucking scary, really fucking exhilarating. And then I feel a hand go into my pants. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just standing there. Like the statue of goddamn liberty with a blanket instead of a torch. And I'm like, something going on with my cock. I don't know what's up. And then I go and make eye contact with my friends just to make sure it's not them. (laughs) Would it have made a difference, though? Well, based on the technique, I would have gone back. Yeah. That's another very old one of my jokes. If you're in a pitch black room and you are getting the best blowjob of your life and all of a sudden the lights come on and you find out that it is a big burly bearded dude, there is only one thing you can do. Exactly. <laughs> Turn that light back off. It reminds me of fucking of the, the Glory Hall episode of, of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Where they're, like, trying to figure out, like, you know, they're in the men's bathroom, like, discovering what a glory hole is. And, like, Danny DeVito and and fucking um, 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 Dennis are, like, talking back and forth about, you know, like, how we're going to do this. Are we going to throw a party to get some people on the other side of this? And Dee's just sitting here like, you guys are actual idiots. (laughs) Like, because it's a men's restroom. The person on the other side of this wall sucking your dick is a man. And Danny DeVito is like, well, that's his problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, God. That show is just fucking unreal. It yeah. is unreal. It's it's really, you know what I mean? So. 
If we made a comedy Long show. Long story short, it's very, very difficult to hold the, a blanket up with one arm for longer than seven minutes. Let alone when you're getting, you know, like a hand job and then all of a sudden, you know, you're supposed to keep it up while you're going. Where did you go? Was it in the pants? Did it stay there? Did it well, come no, out? Well, no, it didn't go to a completion. Oh, it, it was, oh. It, it felt amazing for the time that it happened, but then. But they never. You had to raise like. There was like crowd fighting to get under this blanket. So there, w- yeah. it was going to get interrupted. Would you get jealous at the idea that that girl was running around half hand-jobbing everyone in the fucking place? Would that make no. you feel less special? I, I would be relieved it was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't give a shit, really. It's just, I, know, I, just... I mean, I, an anonymous handjob. That's, thanks. <laughs> There's, I don't see a problem. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever had a legitimate one night stand with someone like I really didn't know. Oh, I or think an so anonymous right. hand job, or an anonymous blow job of any kind with anyone I just didn't know. There were some people like, like literally the first time you meet them and then sex. I have, uh, but I was like, I dated that person after, like, it turned into a relationship. Oh, okay. afterwards. That's cool. Okay. They've been like sort of hookups, yeah, or like went to like school with or like whatever, yeah. But but like as far as like one night, like slept with somebody and then like never talked to them again. And like I, don't, I can't say that I've yeah had that happen. I've had that um, happen like six. almost. Let me see. see I really didn't. I mean, I met, I met Sarah so early on. Like my college years were never sexually promiscuous, right? So. Right. It must be interesting. And actually, my wife would have been a one night stand. I I wasn't expecting her to stick around. Be, to stick around or be interested because it had been a series of one night stands leading up to her. Oh, okay. okay. So when I finally met her and I was just like, Hi, I'm Rich. She was like, Hi, I'm Christy. And I was like, Great, let's fuck later. And we did. And that was pretty much it. We aside from her going on work trips or that one week that she went house hunting while I was recovering from surgery, we haven't been apart ever since. I've gone longer than a day without talking. Okay. That is, it's wild. I, I was not expecting that at all. And then she was just like, I was like, she's, she's not going away. And I'm happy about that. Yeah. Awesome. There was a couple of those that I was like, yeah, it's good that you that I go away. It's so fucking or it's handy mu- that I give you the wrong name. I mean, it's just it's like there's been experiences where it's like yeah, I've slept with somebody once and then like never like whatever. But like right. it was typically it's like maybe somebody I knew right. or like had talked to go, move, moving into it. Yeah, you know. But it was never like like the one girl I did. It was like I met through a friend, double dated because like it was like a friend of a like friend's girlfriend. Right. Came down, visited a couple months, and nice. Yeah, it still works like that. Yeah, yeah. Mine were typically like, you know, was, my roommate was like, "Hey, we're going to the bar. I need you to be a wingman." Okay. Oh, I was always shy. I think that was part of my thing with that specifically. Is that like, I am like, it's like that, like that breaking the ice thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm still like shy about that. Like once I'm talking to somebody, like I can talk and yeah. connect with a lot of people, but. So, so I think that's where my, I think once they hang up, 
or right. like a barrier or whatever you want to say, yeah. preventing me from from breaking through to that. Yeah, alcohol was amazing for that. Oh yeah, because I two beers rich, lost all the shyness. Three beers rich was a hugger. <laughs> Didn't take much. The the yeah. Once I got five beers deep. I will say everyone. So uh, I, I'll tell a story. I'll tell a story. Right. So my, so there was a, my first duty station, there's a, a small town. We were kind of talking about this on the way to get food, right? The small town right outside the base between the big city. Pussyville. Yeah. Oh, well, the, so <laughs> <laughs> typically right off of most bases, it's not a very nice area. Lower income, right? Whatever. Right. This yeah. particular base up in Washington is like, oh, it's Fairchild Air Force Base in Spokane, Washington. So it's like there's Spokane, Washington, which is not a very large city, but it's like one of the bigger cities. In, like right. You got Seattle, which is significant. Yeah. Right. And then we're on the east side of the state, like next to Idaho. To the tip, right? right. And so yeah. it's Spoken like maybe, is maybe more like a, a city, whereas Seattle's more like a yeah, metropolis. You, yeah, you got maybe like three hundred thousand people population in Spokane, right? Right. And so like the base is off the beaten path a little bit. You, you take a highway, like a four lane highway, right. rest, and there's a small town called Airway Heights that's populated there. There's like a casino there. There's like a Walmart. Not a whole lot. Of, like there's like a couple other small like stops along the way. Yeah. You know, the local grocery store, local dive bar, right off base. So started frequenting it once I was old enough to get there because I joined it at like 19 and yeah. I get there. Um, I didn't really, I was always like scared of getting in trouble, especially being in the military or whatever. So I didn't drink underage. Right. Um, but by the time I did turn 21, my roommates, uh, so we had like the college style pod dorm, you know, so right. it's like you get the four rooms, we got a community kitchen, you share a laundry room. Or like a little closet with a washer and dryer, but you have your own individual little bathroom. They were already all twenty-one, so we had a big old thing. Started going out, and I still very shy mm-hmm. at this point. I still am now, but um, even I, I we karaoke this place a couple times. Um, Airway Heights finest, as we used to say. That's not a compliment <laughs> necessarily. <laughs> we're frequenting right there. I was never really interested, you know. Um, typically what you see is like you get girls or guys, I guess, but typically mostly girls because most military is dudes. Right. Trying to find a free ticket to, uh, healthcare or benefits or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that's usually what happens there. Uh, one fine evening, there was a group of four of us who went to there and I was wearing, I, I started to, I had come back and I was 22, 23 maybe. Uh, I just started lifting weights for the first time. I, before this, I was pretty skinny, and so I started to get bulk up my arms a little bit. I, yeah, I was wearing something maybe similar to this and whatever. And you have very thick arms. I'm You're thick with two Qs. With thick. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this was the start. So I was. I love thick. your girth. This, oh yeah. Girth. Say it again. I love your girth. <laughs> <laughs> the thickness. Down with the thickness. Anyways, I there is a group. <laughs> <laughs> there was a group. Such <laughs> Sorry, there's a ball hair. I got to get past real quick. There was a like a group of people sitting at a table next to us, and this guy is just like drunk off his ass, like fucking smashed, 
sitting there with like another dude and a attractive blonde girl tattooed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, a little bit surprising. Most of the other people around there were just average folks. I mean, it's a small town. It's right. like trailer parks and there's some some housing. A lot of the military lived in the housing off base there, but you know, she, he was like, "Hey." Oh, like for like your tattoos over here, like introduces like so we, we get introduced because he's bold and brazen, like trying to like he he calls her out basically saying that yeah. you know, she is she thinks I'm attractive or whatever. Yeah. Start talking and I've like mixing tequila, mixing beer, like it's oh, getting no. it's getting oh, pretty no. it's getting pretty. <laughs> Jake, Jake is oh, introducing no. himself as Jacques. <laughs> I, I uh, Juarez. Getting getting night talking to her, but I'm still like really shy, and she's just like, "Tell me you're gonna take me home." And I'm just like, "Oh, well, kind of." She's like, "Tell me you're gonna take me home." And I I'm gonna take you home, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. And so my friends, my friend drove, and so one of them lived off base, like so. We we go to this this girl's house, which is not far away, right? And so mm-hmm. she got some like. Younger brother who's like 16 or 17, he's like drunk and high off his ass, and we're kind of just like, What the fuck? Do we, <laughs> where do we come? Like, the, the the mom or like the aunt who's like chaperoning is oh, like no. 30 something. The girls I was with, she was of legal age, she was right. fine, but it was like just uh, this shady, like, these people are, I don't know, like trashy, kind right. of, for lack of a better term. And I'm still like, all the stuff's starting to catch up to me right. pretty pretty heavily at this point. And then I continue to take even more, like, like rum, like 99 bananas, I think is what it was. Uh, I, how, to how, this day. How do you break the silence in that car? In the car? Yeah. Oh. Or you got there. We got was... there. This is happening now. Oh, we were at this house, okay, right? Sorry, She's offering us. Was... Gotcha. So my friend's like, hey, I need to go home. So my buddy, who I room with on base, goes and drives and drops my friend off so he he mm-hmm. leaves and mm-hmm. i'm like gonna stay the night with this girl or whatever um and hang out for the 45 minutes it's gonna take you to oh. get into her pants come and then go. <laughs> i didn't even get that far oh, <laughs> so don't guess don't guess no, I'm, I'm telling you tell that, that, this is his game plan <laughs> as he leaves he's like okay you're gonna get your dick wet i'm gonna come back well i'm gonna come I, back for I, you i legitimately better smell sexual i, mildew. I thought <laughs> There better be this that that stank when I come back, man. No, uh, I thought I was. <laughs> I thought I was like left, right? Like I thought yeah. this motherfucker was not like coming yeah. back. Um, I don't remember how we ended up like in. She was gonna like drive. Oh, I forgot something at the bar. We need to drive back and go get it, right? And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not like, driving. So we, I like, get in the front seat. We start making out, whatever. And all of a sudden. Everything decides it wants to catch back up to me. I promptly sit up and I'm like, oh god, I need to puke. And yeah. honestly, it probably saved me from some I don't know what fate yeah. awaited me staying the night at this place. It, it, I might have been fine. It probably just was like just a casual hookup. But yeah. I don't know. Like right. I don't know. This girl's pretty in a small town. Did she know what branch of the military you went? Probably. It's pretty oh, obvious. Right? That yeah. they're, they're, they're she like, guessed Navy well, because of all well, the no, semen you her, gave her. Oh, that's <laughs> no, <laughs> boy. Just kidding. Boy. Anyway, uh, but typically if it's Air Force Base, it's an Air Force. She's, she was she was kind at the end. She's like, you should probably call your friend and like come come pick you up or whatever, right? And so yeah. I didn't yeah. get taken advantage of that night. 
I wish that I had. And like, your buddy was like, "What kind of smell is that? Sexual mildew." That was. There's not. What happened? You were supposed to close it, bro. I'm like, Dude, I was way too drunk. But that <laughs> supposed was... to close it like a deal. Like a <laughs> yeah. Tell me you closed. Tell me you closed. <laughs> Didn't work. Put out. that coffee down. Coffee's for closers. <laughs> <laughs> That's about the wildest story I have with that. I, 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 as far as getting drunk and stuff goes, like, I'm just like, and, and that kind of stuff, like, I'm just not like, even when I'm like really drunk, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't. Yeah. Oh, sure. No. And that's kind of the thing. I mean, I haven't had one night stands, but I have had like ridiculous build up into things. And then, you know, a couple awkward ones, like one time I just couldn't, couldn't get it in. Like I just, you know, and oh, I wingman I for a friend once have... with definitely prevented myself from shoes. Oh. My friend really liked this girl, and we ran into them. And we went out, and her friend was just like, I needed to be that to the distraction. Oh, I, see. <laughs> I didn't get it in, but it's just like, I just like. Well, that's the thing. And, you know, I played like, shithead so many times as a wingman. <laughs> oh. But so I can't get it in. We're, we're trying for like probably 10, 15 minutes. And then she's like, I got to go really quick. I'll bring it back. And then I just listen to her like walk over to the bathroom she's on like the hardwood floor go over to the bathroom go in the bathroom have projectile diarrhea oh gross and then come back and i'm like okay gonna have to finish this and then it was easy to get in you know why because she was clenching so much oh oh my god Figured it out real quick. <laughs> yeah. I, I assumed that it was like that weird first time, like it's like when you're first having like sex. Like the first time you have like, sex. It's and almost like, like trying to board the Hogwarts Express. You're trying to find platform nine and three quarters. <laughs> yeah. It could be over here. It could be hidden behind it's this. True. I got, I got, I got, I got a little bit of a, a, a guidance. It was just like that. <laughs> oh boy. Well, let me get it. <laughs> oh, the good nice. old let me get it. No, yeah, that's yeah. always not like no, and that's so much easier. You know what I mean? You like do I can't this. See. And that's you gotta figure. That's the fun fun part for us, you know, and like guessing where the vagina is the first time you go in to sex a woman, like. <laughs> You've clearly had a lot of sex. Like, well, but that's the thing. You go in from the front. You assume because the dick is on the front side. You know what I mean? Like we're like totally like when we get erect, it doesn't point down. It points out. You know what I mean? Like we could high five each other with our dicks if we needed to. Right. Yours doesn't like, point left. It was. <laughs> Have you made any pornos? Because I think I've seen your dick. <laughs> so like, but like, but they stick out. Right. And so the first time you're going in, you're just like, OK, cool. We're biological. It should be in skin. Okay, skin. Gotta get lower. Am I still not there? Is it? Oh, that's too far. Okay, let me get back up. Still too high. Like, and it's just this weird, like, fine fucking like medium spot that's just really fucking weird and awkward to get. Just trying to play it off like, yeah, I'm just trying to try and tease you right now, or I don't. You're like, I'm just talking more about like losing no, virginity no. in general. Like well, sometimes just because that's that's when it's like really the most watching the, the show sex sex education. Um, there is it's minor minor spoiler rich because I know you're watching it, but like there's <laughs> his dad his, his dad literally tells him like you should literally just go have sex because it's not gonna be fun your first time. It's like it's gonna be awkward. You're not gonna know what you're doing. Just go get it out of the way because sex doesn't get good until you're doing it later. That's it's describes true. my first time. Yeah. It's true. That's fucking awkward. Yeah, exactly. You're just gonna like, where am I? How am I gonna go in here? Am I doing this? Is it in yet? That feels pretty good. Well, that's the wrong hole. So I guess you have to try again. 
But wash it off first. I don't know. But then I have to walk past your fucking dad with a boner. That's not going to go well. I was born with the sixth sense of knowing exactly how to (laughs) get it on. Were you? No. Oh, no? It was not? No. Okay. No, I'm just mocking him. (laughs) There is no wrong hole for me. (laughs) (laughs) Every hole's an option. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um. You're listening too close. I'll fuck your ear. And then, of course, there's the Woody and the Buzz. The Woody and the Buzz. Yeah. Which is, because you don't know this, Jake. No, enlighten me. It's, uh, well, we had this, it's funny, because Joe gave the name. Um, We, I met a girl, I was working at Guitar Center, and this girl walks past me. She's a little taller than me, like long blonde hair. Big old wreck. Walking past me, and I'm walking past her, and she rubbernecks the fuck out of me. She's making it plain and fucking clear and obvious. So, when she comes wandering into the drums, playing with maracas and et cetera, and then wandering over to the counter, like practically getting getting in my fucking face. I'm like, hello, how are you? And she's like, I'm good. I just came in from out of town. Okay. And so we talk. We legitimately hang out for like a fucking month. Just being friends, chilling, a little bit of flirting, whatever. Until like, you know, and we're building up this like odd sexual tension that she set up when she fucking rubbernecked me. <laughs> right? Yeah. For a month. And so the time comes when she texts me and she says, I'm house sitting at my aunt and uncle's alone. And I'm like, be right there. And then I do. And then I go over and then we're, you know, we set up in the bedroom and she, she, she's grabbing my shorts, my gym shorts. She's like, just so you know, I suck dick like a porn star. And she pulls my shorts down. And she goes, oh, I can't do that. I'm like. Do what? She's like, the hair. I don't like the hair. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, we don't have to. And she's like, oh, no, we're doing this. Just come with me. And she takes my hand and leads me into the bathroom. Oh, my God. Sits me over an open toilet, grabs a close hair trimmer off of the fucking sink. She doesn't live here. And proceeds to trim my fucking pubes over the toilet. I was erect the Based. whole fucking time. <laughs> Based on the story the being called the Woody and a Buzz, I'm really hoping her name was Jesse. No, it, it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> it man. wasn't. No. Was it Bullseye? Uh, <laughs> did you nail a bullseye? I like I the word Bullseye! Story's not over. Um, oh, it's not. Okay. So uh, we get back <laughs> to the... She does let me back on the bed. She does give a head like a porn star because thanks to the sexual tension, all that shit takes, takes me 10 seconds. I'm done. Okay, here's why it's also the story is really prominent about a Woody, though, is because she did that. I stayed fully erect. My retention period was 0.1 seconds. I was ready for round two immediately. There was so much fucking sexual tension between us. So she fucking gets down on the bed. I'm like, let's go. I get it in. She says that's hurt. And I say, that's fine. I'm done again. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. So Twice in like she, 30 seconds? Yep. Jesus. That's also got a Jason world Biggs. record. Jason Biggs, an American Pie. That's, that's, that's it. Basically. It's, it's like that Nick Cage movie, Gone in Six Seconds. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. So, I'm like... <laughs> 
in the in the uh, infamous words of uh, Nicki Minaj, "Pussy like Nyquil put my ass to sleep." <laughs> nice. I, and I, I pass. She's like, "I'll be right back." I pass out. Wake up in this fucking stranger's bed by myself. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, what is going on? And I like go downstairs, and she's like on the community computer. She's like looking through Facebook, and I'm like, hey, she's like, hey. <laughs> and I'm like, what's what's going on? She's like, nothing. I'm like, you got anything to eat around here? And she's like, yeah, there's stuff in the in the like the in the freezer. And we go in. There's like venison steaks. Well, is there a barbecue grill? She's like, yeah. So I cook these fucking venison steaks for breakfast. And she's like, wow, these taste like shit. And I'm like, yeah, they do. See you later. (laughs) 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 And then then she texted me once. She's like, it's too weird, isn't it? And I was like, kind (laughs) of. Didn't really talk to her anymore. Oh, bro. Yeah. Well, that's how you break sexual tension, really. I forgot. It's true. You nut twice in six (laughs) seconds. Twice after being shorn like a sheep. (laughs) (laughs) Make a shitty breakfast to go on with your life. Really? (laughs) You got yours. Yeah. Pretty much. It's true. So, like, listen. I'm wondering where this is going to go next, really. <laughs> where it's going to go next is that, like, there is an epilogue. <laughs> there is an since epilogue. I, since I last talked about this on the show, I was like, I cannot fucking remember her name. Jesse. I cannot remember her fucking name. And, like, I was like, we were, me and Joe. Let's you see know, if she's on Facebook. Me and Joe work together. Me, yeah. and, me and Joe work together. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I dated her, I lived at his house. And he made friends with her, too. I'm like, I can't remember her fucking name. And he's like, oh, s- Pops up on my Facebook feed. <laughs> you remember her fucking name, but I didn't. Well, in fairness, I think you were trying to forget. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> God damn. She shored me like a sheep in a stranger's house. And then got her. That's fucking awesome. That's pretty good. Is. Yeah. So, um, you that's know, it's, uh, it's always nice to, you know, kind of like uh, it's always confirming for me that I don't have like a small dick because, you know, like in, that's the nice thing about also having people in your clique and still being in band and stuff like that. Because, like, I've heard of, you know, girls, you know, I've been with breaking up with guys because they had small dicks. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. She didn't want to break up with me. <laughs> so I know I was good. Oh boy. <laughs> Probably the, 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 the third most interesting sexual encounter was was um Assassin's Creed Brotherhood had come out just then. This is a sexual story. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Brotherhood had just come out. And they had this bomb ass fucking multiplayer. That unfortunately didn't really populate because it just you know it didn't blow up. But Brotherhood had the first pu- multiplayer. Right, I remember that game. Which I was like, I love yeah. that game. That's one of my that favorite was ones. Probably yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah, and I was really good at the fucking multiplayer because the goal is just don't fucking run. You have to blend in with all the other <laughs> like you know historic AI. Yeah. As long as you're not running everywhere, oh my god, I could like just get the highest kill count ever, and I would like literally be blowing people out of the water, and I did. With like a fucking, it was like a 32 kill score. I always remember the fucking score. It was like a 32 kill score, no deaths. And I was like, and I was like, I grabbed my fucking microphone. I'm like, fucking, I have to do it like as fast as I can. Cause I like, my pants are fucking like down around my knees. And I'm like grabbing my shit. And I put it on and I'm just like in the fucking game chat. I'm like, Hey guys, see my score. 
I got a blowjob that whole time <laughs> because I did get a blowjob while I played that game and still fucking decimated. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> I don't remember if I came to completion like before, or, like when I won, but it was definitely during. <laughs> I uh, definitely had a girl once who was just like, let's play. We were messing around. She's like, you want to put Star Wars on? <laughs> and I was just like, Absolutely, let's go. <laughs> so as I was getting everything set up on the, we like moved from my room out to the living room, and as I didn't set it up, just going to town. Some music nice. is good for and that. You know what I mean? Boom, 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 boom. I just like boom, 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 boom. Beginning my trench run. chips. Beginning my trench run, gonna fire my proton missiles oh into God. the ducts. <laughs> I'm a big Star Wars nerd um, I mean, for the reference, so there's I mean, a reason you know, you're was, here with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you used to shoot womp rats. Yeah, yeah. holes yeah. yeah. in your T16. Yeah. So your Skyhopper was fine. Yeah. Damn, big is left me to dry. <sighs> Sorry. Y'all, y'all good now? You refreshed? I'm, I'm refreshed. For now, I keep getting dry in the mouth. I don't know what's going on. Um, you can tell Jake about your um, <clears throat> your oh the, the lubricants you've used in the past. The lubricants I've used in the past. Yeah. Picture any type of oil. <laughs> <laughs> Olive oil. Yep. <laughs> Keep going. He lived, lived in a Greek household, so it was there for sure. Motor oil. Yes. <laughs> Do not recommend. One oh, out of ten. No. Oh wow. Oh, coconut oil. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's a staple. Butter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I need lube in the kitchen. Damn it. No, not butter. There's like a really controversial movie where like I think it was like Marlon Brando fucks a chick with a stick of butter. Oh, that's a thing. That is definitely a thing. Is that like one of those names? Uh, yeah, yeah that's that's one of those. I just found a thing I like, can't do. I think it's like called, but yeah, that's like you pull a stick of butter out of the freezer and oh my god, go on the woman with it, and apparently it's pretty excellent for those who are into it. That's not me. Marlon I've seen it. That's not me. Ah, I've seen it. That's not me. <laughs> oh my god. That's uh, that's the whole reason for porn on the internet is to see all the fucked up shit that you're never going to do. Yeah. <clears throat> Just to yeah. make sure that it does exist, but you're never going to. I've do seen it. this. Yeah, Listen, I'm good. Yeah. I googled Marlon Brando. Top three Google search returns. First placed. Marlon Brando movies. Second place. Second place. Marlon Brando Butter. <laughs> Third place. Marlon Brando Godfather. <laughs> it's above the Godfather. <laughs> Marlon Brando Butter. Bernardo Bertolici. His disturbing treatment of Maria Schneider. Yeah, that was not. It was actually a really like uncomfortable thing for her. They. It was Last Tango in Paris was the movie, but like. They the the butter scene was something that she did not um, consent to. 
So oh it was actually God. like really fucking bad. It was one of the earliest like really bad fucking like things that they did, but it's still like a controversial thing. Either way, it happened in the fucking movie, so I'm going to refer to like butters and, and natural lubricant, but like the fact that other people are into it at all. That's I'm a, assuming there's a food category on porn websites. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Easily. Well, no, and I I'm I'd be willing to bet that it is a thing because of Last Tango in Paris. Oh, okay. Mm. I, that's that's typically where it sounds like a cult classic. From. Marlon Brando was in it, so it's yeah. a movie. People, lots of people are going to watch. Exactly. So, and that makes more sense. So, I'll yeah. be real. I've only ever seen him in The Godfather. I've never seen another film. He was in the first Superman. Mm. He was. In, you know, maybe I've watched that at some point as a kid. You know what? I would really like to watch On the Waterfront. It's a Marlon Brando. It's like a Marlon Brando classic. This was. Right up there with Casablanca. It's hmm. the only Marlon Brando I've seen is uh, Planet of the Apes. Isn't Other than movie? Godfather, is he not? Are you sure you don't mean Island of Doctor Moreau? Well, they're animal people, so yeah. Charlton Heston was in. <laughs> Sorry, yes, Planet I meant Island of Doctor. Yeah, get your damn hands off me, you damn dirty ape! You know, I kind of enjoyed the. Uh, Remakes with uh, Marky Mark. That we're out in the. Yeah, I love one remake okay. with Marky Mark. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's there is <laughs> one bad. fact that makes me love that movie. <laughs> the ape that he is training to fly has more successful landings than he does. <laughs> in that movie. You're not wrong. He flies two spacecraft and crashes both of them. The monkey flies one and has a perfect landing. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Well, you know that that monkey, you know. Well, uh, he needs a funky bunch. He does. That monkey. Uh, I haven't seen the new bunch. ones either. I heard the new really good things about them. Amazing. Have you heard the song "Good Vibrations"? Of course. Classic. Did you, did you know that's Marky Mark? Yes. Mark Wahlberg. I didn't know that for the longest time. Marky Mark and my the funky bunch. Mind. Yeah, I had no. You idea. mean feel the vibrations? Yeah. You said good vibrations. And same that's, difference. It's that's an old band. The it's the same Boys. thing. Animal people. Old music. Like, is it required? Is this a test? <laughs> he called you old. If you're going to go with <laughs> slice, if you're gonna Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch to the Beach Boys, yeah, it makes a fucking difference, dude. I saw the Beach Boys. I saw them at a Rapids game during fucking halftime. They played at a yo, Rapids yo, game. Dog. I was like four. You're old, right? They played. I'm so old. You're old, right? Do you prefer Do you prefer Beethoven or the Beatles? Like. They played. They're both old, right? <laughs> no, I saw Beach Boys at a fucking halftime, so like I should know. <sighs> they played. They played Daydream Reliever, uh, Stepping Stone, um, I'm a Believer, The Monkees. You're, you're <laughs> fucking blasphemous. God you're fucking blasphemous. <laughs> How dare you list all these songs by a band that is clearly better than the Beatles? <laughs> you think the Monkees are better than the Beatles? I hate the Beatles. Oh. I am not a. I don't know, bro. I've I've grown to appreciate them, mm. or dislike them more than you thought. Dislike them more than I thought. Mm. It's separated more. I think Fair I'm enough. separated from nostalgia. I like the okay. early stuff. Beatles early stuff to me. When it gets psychedelic, I'm like, okay, this is masturbatory. I like their music. I like their songs. I like their lyrics. I don't like any of their songs being performed by them. Mm. Any other band covers one of their songs. It's amazing. It's I think, great. I think Paul McCartney's a brilliant writer. Ew, John amazing. Lennon has some good stuff as well. Yeah. 
Ringo Starr was uh, all there. All of them were actually, <laughs> all of them were actually excellent musicians and very good at what they do and everything. I, George I, Harrison wrote some excellent. Songs. Yeah, I, I was pretty sure that uh, I heard something about not with the Beatles. No. <laughs> no. Sorry, I, was, I heard something about Ringo Starr was just not there, and Paul McCartney would go in and re-record the drums. Or Ringo. Um, see, I no, can that see was it. the joke. Oh, was that the joke? Okay. That was the joke because Ringo Starr is actually like a human metronome. It's very, very difficult to catch him where he is not in huh, time. Interesting. Even when he was tripping on acid. Okay. And so it was. there was an interview where they were saying, do you not think that Ringo is the best drummer in any band? And Paul answered, I don't think Ringo is the best drummer in the Beatles. Okay. So that was the joke. Okay, there, okay. So. I know there's a, a documentary I just released that was a whole huge yeah. one. <clears throat> yeah, big... Get Back, which is really it's pretty. It's not shabby. Um, it's very long, but it's really like getting to sit in on a studio session of the it's Beatles. Cool. It is actually cool because it's one of those things that like you just wouldn't get to see. It's not like they could have edited it down easily to like an hour and a half documentary easily, but then you wouldn't get to see the literal play by play where people are like, oh, Yoko Ono totally got in the way of them like doing the Beatles. And like Paul McCartney used to joke, they're going to get a picture of Yoko sitting on a, an amp and say she broke us up, which is what happened. Yeah. That whole movie, Yoko Ono, yes, she's close to John because they didn't. They literally were attached to the hip. Is that the worst thing? No, because the other guys don't mind at all. They don't kick her out. They don't leave her. And you know what she does? She fuck, She eats chicken cutlets and she fucking knits and that is it. She keeps her fucking mouth shut while they go. Yeah. And if they say, can you make some fun- funky, funny sounds in the fucking mic while we're going? She will. But otherwise, she's like reading a fucking newspaper while they're getting their work done. She did nothing to impede their progress. You know, yeah. and, you know, um, so, I mean, that was probably like one of the cooler aspects of it. And it, it was really redeeming for Yoko. So <laughs> she actually took the social media was like, that's awesome. So did they get um, did they get into any of the <clears throat> John Lennon's stuff? Oh, yeah. No, there's I mean, you can see him like pull out a joint for a second and then like kind of put it back away. Well, but then they also snuck a microphone into a private room where they were supposed to be talking because. At the end of the first part of the documentary, George Harrison quits the Beatles. Oh, shit. All right. And that's the interesting part is that, like, you're watching Paul, like, get nitpicky about everything they do. Made me think about fucking the show and the way we do stuff. And I'm like, am I being that? And then I hear Paul say stuff like, you know, like, I'm just trying to write the song, like, a certain way, but I don't want to be pushy and I don't want to be judgy and stuff. And they're just kind of like, well, you're the leader, so you kind of have to, like, be able to do this and push it and it's okay. But then there's other times where, like, they did not listen to George at all. There were things that George wanted to do badly. But, like, Paul was literally telling him how to strum his guitar for songs. You get to see it. You get to see where the, the seeds of dissent were sown. And that's what makes the get, get Back such a fucking good documentary because it is not a happy-go-lucky. It's still They're still funny. They still fucking, you know, are general jerk-offs being, you know, just having fun with it. But, you know. Yeah. Well, my sister read a book. I think it was called The Secret Lives of John Lennon. And it was like all the stuff that he was into outside of the Beatles. And apparently he was pansexual. He was like into anyone. Anything? Anything. Doing a bunch of stuff. A tree that looks like a vagina hole? I guess so. Is that pansexual? Or is that I, want just want some, I want some of that Tristy, bro. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm titling this episode Sexual Mildew. Yeah, that's Spectacular. It. That's what the best, really. It's a good episode title. 
That was a good. We talked about a lot of risque things. We did talk about a lot of risque things, and we didn't get too fucking deep or dark. Mm-mm. Which is, uh, I'm yeah. calling it a win. Thank yeah. you for listening to When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Rich. I'm Daniel. Vic. Catch us next time and go to our Patreon.com slash Excitement Inc. Sexual Mildred. Shout out. It's shout out time because out. we uh, couldn't do a, a, a Patreon without you guys. Yes. And, well, you know, this is the first batch. We've done a soft launch, so um, there's not a lot to do. So right. we'll do our shout outs now. Yes. Um, are you going to yell? Did you want to do this from over there? Should I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you don't blow out the microphone. Shut up! <laughs> um, there we go. I'll just lean far the fuck away. Which, like, it's up to you. Anyways. Yes. <clears throat> Without our Patreons, the show wouldn't be possible. Right. So thank you. What is Adam's last name? I've not looked this up at all. I need to, I need to go to Patreon. I didn't even I to know to that I was going to go for Patreon. last names. I was just going to say, is... you know, thank you to Taylor for being inherently better. Well, what if we get better better ones, though? You know what I mean? That's the thing. And the next part is, see, it says Adam D. Okay, so I can just say, um, I can just say, okay, cool. So he didn't even give us a, the whole last name, right which now. I know it's long in Italian. So it's probably better Excellent. because I don't know that I could pronounce it. Okay. You know what I mean? So anyways, Adam D. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. And thank you, Taylor, for just being inherently better than others at your tier. It is it is a you know a big donation when you do more than others and you put in more effort and that's what makes you better than everyone. You put in more. You you want it more. You wanted it. You wanted to go hard. You went hard, and we appreciate that. So thank you, Taylor. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. But not as to much a as more, Taylor. but lesser extent. He literally donates more. Yes, but he's not on the. But big he, shot he didn't go. He didn't go side. big shot. He, he didn't, didn't go, go big shot, shot on that. That's so. the big deal. About that is this. that is the big honking not, deal. Listen, Adam. It's not that we don't appreciate you. It's that you're not as good as Taylor. Yeah. So if you want to hear your name in these shout outs, go ahead and go to our Patreon. And uh, yeah, Patreon.com/slash Excitement Inc. There you go.